Hello, 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 and welcome to the Settle for More podcast. This is the ninth episode, Woohoo! and I'm your host, Nicole Wright. I have created this space just for you. Yeah, you, the woman who is ready, ready, ready to walk out on her fears, step into her dreams and own her power by shifting her mindset from feeling not enough to becoming more than enough and in doing that, creating a purposeful and fabulous life whilst settling for more. So welcome once again and thank you so much for taking the time to join me. I am super excited for this episode. I know I seem to be super excited for all the episodes and that's because before I get on to uh, my app to start recording, I make sure that I have thought about what I want to say. There's usually a reason behind why I'm coming on to share this particular topic with you and this reason this week is because I just got back from an amazing stay. I call it in the mountains. So I was in Collinwood and that's in Canada. We went to visit Blue Mountains and it was just, it was just so serene. I I actually like getting away from home and any space that's, that's outside of my house usually gives me an opportunity to really look into things and to really reflect, to really reset to redefine, to renegotiate, to just take a look at what's really working for me and what's not working and to really strategize and formulate ideas as to how do I move forward and how do I get things up and running? How do I now reset? How do I redefine where I wanted to go at the beginning of the year? How do I evaluate where I've been and for things that I was not able to accomplish or I have not yet started? Do I need to remove them totally from the list of things I want to accomplish this year or do I need to really sit and decide what am I going to do moving forward? And so here we are and we're almost at the end of 2019 and I know a lot of us don't want to hear this but the truth is that we're, the, the year is just going by so quickly. We're almost uh, midway through August and then once September, October, November kicks in, it's like, oh my God, it's like a whirlwind. And so I know that a lot of us are probably not feeling so great. We're not feeling as though we've accomplished the things that we wanted to accomplish when the year started. And I know how that is. Um, and what I wanted to ask you, how are you doing with the goals that you had set for yourself at the start of the year? If you are on track to accomplishing all of it or most of it or even part of it, then I want to just say say kudos to you and congratulations. But there are going to be some goals, let's face it, that are still on the table or you haven't made progress, uh, the progress that you had expected to or you haven't achieved the things that you had visualized. Um, by now and you may be getting frustrated you may be getting discouraged you may be getting even angry with yourself or the worst thing that could potentially happen is that you're doubting your ability to get that thing that you wanted so much and I'd hate for you to remain in that space so it's okay to feel that emotion right we're humans and from time to time you'll feel those types of emotions but what I don't want you to do is for you to 
get all comfortable and make your bed there or build a hotel there. You know what I mean? And you sit there for such a long time. So I don't want you to sit in a space where you're doubting your ability to get the things that you wanted. I want to be able to give you some tips and some strategies and just to have a conversation with you to let you know that you're not alone. I have been there, right? I have been in, 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 a, in a place where I am frustrated, I'm discouraged, I'm angry with myself, and I'm doubting my ability to even get the things that I wanted to get. And so this conversation is because we are having a conversation, right? I'm hoping I'm not talking to myself, <laughs> but this conversation is going to be about what are some things that you can do, right? So if you want to really get back some win into your sales so you can start moving in the direction of your dream again, the very first thing that I want you to do, my gem, is to stop. Just stop and forgive yourself. And for doing that, I don't mean a simple conversation. I mean, you must go through a process of forgiveness, uh, of forgiveness to get that real impact. So first, I want you to separate who you are from what you've done. In other words, not having achieved everything you wanted to by now, it does not change the fact that you are a still, you are still a good intended person with a beautiful vision, with a beautiful soul, and you still deserve the thing that you desire. So that's the first thing I want you to do, right? I don't want you to start defining yourself by the things that you've not yet achieved. All right, so give yourself a hug for that. Because I want you to understand that sometimes hard work and goal achieving activities are not the only ingredients that are required to make the progress that you have visualized or the things that you've clarified or the things that you wanted. You can choose to keep your attitude positive and work as productively as you know how. And what will happen is that this will empower you to move forward regardless of the circumstances around you. So you must make that choice. The first step is forgiveness. The second step is you must choose to keep a positive attitude, right? No matter what. And then I want you to also be able to realize that there is a toxic element of uh, resentment and, and doubt that may creep in, right? And I, I would hate for you to be in that, that, that space that is toxic and, and a space that is not productive for you to be able to achieve your goal. And that is the environment filled with resentment and of doubt. Because this, toxic, this toxicity can really invade your self-image if you haven't made the progress that you wanted to by a certain time. Right. It may not only be the type of thing that throws you in depression, but it may also creep into your belief about if you're really worthy for achieving the things that you desire. And it is a rational a rationalization that you think maybe I didn't achieve the goal because I'm not good enough, because I'm not smart enough, because I'm not fast enough, I'm not pretty enough. And these are excuses, right? So sometimes we tell ourselves these things and it really slows us down and it will not help you uh, to move towards the things that you desire, right? So I want you to be able to separate. 
I want you to also understand that you need to choose to have a positive attitude. And I want you to recognize that if you start having resentment and doubt, then the atmosphere that you are creating is not conducive to you achieving your goal. But what could potentially happen is it could be really toxic for your growth and your development. Also understand that the year is slowly coming to a close and distractions, ooh, those distractions, they have a way of rushing in and perhaps it prevents you from viewing the future as you did when you just started. So I know how it gets at the beginning of the year after a couple of glasses of champagne or, you know, your, your, if you get your bonus early, you know, you're thinking about all the things that you want to do. And at that time, you're probably viewing your future th through rose colored glasses, but reality has kicked in, distractions has popped up and you're off track. When we start out strong, our determination can wane as life really starts to get in the way. Maybe, who knows, you got sick and you were knocked off your feet. Maybe the kids weren't feeling well. Um, and these things are setting you back from really uh, getting things done. Maybe, you know what, you realize that time, you didn't really take the time to schedule your time properly or to prioritize properly. So the exercise goal that you had in mind, you were not able to achieve it. Or perhaps you're building a side hustle. You're doing your business on the side and you're doing it in the early morning hours. But there's a big project at work and it has you both physically and mentally exhausted. And so you're not able to follow through. You're suddenly looking up or looking back and you realize that, oh my God, the year is well on its way and you're behind on your goals and you're feeling discouraged and feel, in fact, you're probably feeling, oh my God, I'm, I'm already a failure. But what I want you to understand is that you can create that momentum again, right? Because we've all been there and we can all relate to the impulse that you probably feel that you just want to give up. But if you didn't uh, get it this year, and if you feel as though it's setting you behind, you still have time, right? Because what you can learn is that the gaps that you've identified this year, you can really use it to restructure next year. As a matter of fact, at any moment in time, you have the opportunity to hit that reset button. And that is what I did this weekend when I was away. I was able to reevaluate. I was able to reset. I was able to really go in and determine how do I want to move forward? How do I want to move forward in the next couple of months? And I found that when you make the decision to settle for more and you make the decision to not settle for less than you deserve, then you give yourself permission at any moment in time to hit that reset button. So today I want you to reset and declare that you're worthy, that you're needed, that you're necessary, and that you are more than enough just as you are. When you th talk about reset, I want you to think of a framework that um, I'm going to break down for you and resetting the arm means that you reflect upon your past and you make a decision as to how you want to move forward. 
then you're going to be evaluating your priorities just so you are pursuing the right goals, not just all your goals, but the right goals. I want you to take an approach that will simplify, simplify instead of overcomplicating the things that you have to do. I want you to now establish a plan to achieve better results in less time because we now have less time, right? Because the year is really, really uh, drawing nigh to the end. I want you to also time block. So time block actions that fast track and will give you extraordinary results. So let's take a look at reflection. So I reflection means that get clear on how you got here. So what really uh, differentiates reset from most people's goal or goal setting or achieving is a process that starts by looking back and reflecting on the past before jumping into the future. So it's the ability to be able to identify what were some of the things that didn't work for you. Because in today's uh, fast paced hustle, everybody's on the go, on the go, on the go. And we're really, really taking the time to slow down and reflect because everything feels so urgent and apparently nothing in this day and age can wait. So I want you to be able to reflect on what really got you here. What were some of the things that did not work for you, right? We don't want to wait until we get into a crisis that we start to, to panic and we start to not being proactive, but reactive. So reflect. So while we are having that ability to reflect, it's very, very useful as you're able to identify where it is that extraordinary things happened, right? Where is it that, was, uh, and, and if you view what you're doing in terms of the reflection as a graph, where did I hit my lows and where was I when I was at my high? Right, so I want you to be able to take a look to see what was really working for you and to have a look at what were some of the things that were not working for you. And I want you to be really clear as to if the things that were not working for you, were those things important? And if it if it's not important, then is there an opportunity to really remove them from the list of things that you are now seeking to do for the rest of the year? And this is not a novel concept, right? In fact, it's quite the opposite because a lot of industries or a lot of industry standards are set by looking at things that really worked well and things didn't work well. And we're talking about anything from finance, real estate, politics, or even psychology. Expert really, really examine the past. And this is a past that they use to really forecast the future. Right. So we want to be able to look at the, the graph of our lives and identify patterns to see what might have happened and clearly understand the possibilities. Whilst doing that, you're able to develop strategies to overcome uh, things that really didn't work or you're really able to negate at this point in time negative outcomes. So why not take the that approach with the, the trajectory of your own lives? Reflection is looking back on the past. It's not staying there. It's the ability to look back without judgment. It's taking an unbiased approach or an unbiased inventory of what's happened to this point. Refrain from assessing good or bad. We're just examining what happened. So we want to get a clear picture. You want to make sure that you're blocking time for reflection, right? That you're not just moving, moving, moving 
like a rolling stone or you're not just saying I am going to reflect, but you haven't blocked time. So are you going to be reflecting weekly when you're setting out your intentions? And then are you going to be doing bi-weekly reflections to make sure that you're exploring your wins? Are you going to be doing monthly reflections to see what's really working for you? So make sure that you are taking time and you're blocking the time to do your reflection. Then I want you to think about evaluation or evaluating your goals. You want to make sure that you are taking the time to pursue the right goals. Once you've taken the time to reflect upon the past, the next step is to evaluate what happened. Take a critical look back and be very honest about what worked and what really didn't work. And some questions that you may want to ask yourself uh, when you're doing your evaluation is that are there people, activities or environments that supports you and your goals? Number one. So are you in a supportive environment? Number two, what are the things that are supporting you and how can you support yourself with these things? Number three, what are the distractions that are keeping you from really being engaged or keeping you from your most important task? And number three, number four rather, you need to ask yourself when you're looking at the goals, does this goal still matter to you or have your priorities changed? Right? Because it's important to identify that. Then I want you to simplify instead of overcomplicate. So a lot of us tend to react and we have a knee-jerk reaction when we realize that we're behind on a goal. And so you tend you tend to think that, oh my God, I need to do so much more. And you're telling yourself, oh my God, if I could do just more of this, or if I could spend an additional hour, or maybe if I could just talk to more people, or maybe if I could just... Uh, spend more time. And so what happens is that you are over complicating the goal, right? You're telling yourself you want to spend an additional hour and then it means that you'll be able to get ahead and you'll be able to achieve a little bit more and you're sprinting, 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 and you're just like a rolling stone gathering absolutely no moss. So I want you to be able to simplify, right? Whilst it may be a good idea to catch up, in reality, it's a way that you'll probably get burnt out and you'll bail on your goals altogether. Rather, I want you to be able to look at simplifying the process, not overcomplicating the process. What can you say no to in order to say yes to what really matters? And that's extremely important, right? Everything does not matter to you equally. What can you eliminate? What can you delegate in order to invest more time in the right activities that are really supporting your goals? I want you to resist the urge to complicate and act big. Act small, right? By clearing a path, right? To the two-inch domino that will really set the sequel of uh, uh, success in motion. So I want you to start by doing the small things. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't bite off a little bit more than you can chew. But I really want you to make the processes that you're working with simple. Then I want you to establish a plan. 
a plan is extremely important because highly successful people are extremely clear on the priorities and they act in order of priority. They really don't have a to-do list, but rather a success list. Uh-huh. This simple process is it works for weekly, monthly, or annual planning. And it turns your goals and your desires into actions, right? So you're able, once you have a plan and you know how you're going to get there, it will enable you to be a little bit more successful because you now have outlined your action step. It will also help you to break down your goals into measurable activities and create a plan so you can drill down the milestones that you must achieve in order to meet your goal. Last but not, not least, I want you to time block. So now that you have a plan for success, I want you to block time in your calendar. It sounds simple and it is right but it's definitely not easy to do and so to help you break down further what you may need to do is um time block uh when is your off time then you're going to time block what are some things that you want to achieve or what is that one thing that you want to do time block planning you're going to uh time block the times that you're going to be reviewing your your priorities for the week and you're going to time block the activities that you want to benchmark in order to achieve your goal you must be able to time block finally you must also protect your time block because if you've taken the time to create it what will happen is that if you're not protecting it by making it non-negotiable, then what will happen is that you will find that you're off track, right? So life does not simplify itself the moment you simplify your focus. All the things that initially knocked you off track still exist, right? So the reason we're resetting is because some things did not work for us and those things are still existing. So after you've done your resetting, you need to make sure that time blocking is also important. I don't want you to be surrendering to mediocrity because you will not achieve extraordinary results. So you don't need fireworks or road uh, rose-colored glasses to recommit or to establish a plan for your success. What you do need, my gems, is an environment, an environment that supports your goals and eliminates distraction, right? So make sure that you're time blocking. Start by taking pulse of where you stand on your goals right now. Are you on track? Are you crushing it? Or are you feeling behind or even a little bit hopeless, right? Don't give up. Get very clear on how far you've come and where you want to be, right? Know that when it comes to your goals, your dreams, and the things that you desire, that you deserve at any moment in time to hit that reset button. The first step is deciding, really being uh, clear, really committing, and really deciding that you are so worth the things that you're desiring and the things that you're deserving. You may also want to take a look at the main reasons that you've fallen off or the main reason that you are not authentically inspired by your goals or you're not empowered to make it happen, right? So if your goals are often about fixing what you think 
is wrong with yourself, then you're not going to be motivated on doing that, right? Because you're going to be feeling as though you're not enough. Once you've set your goal, if you're feeling a sense of pressure to make them happen, again, you're, you're not going to do it. You're going to be feeling burnt out. Or if you're worried that you won't accomplish or achieve what you want, then you you have already started off on the wrong foot and you will start to feel like a failure. Also, if you're not getting the support that you really want and you really need, then you're not setting yourself up for success. If you forget that your intentions are designed to support you and not to stress you out, again, that could be another reason. If you get too focused on the outcome and forget about the entire experience that you're trying to create, again, this could be a stressor for you, right? If you're allowing competition, right, the thought that there is competition or scarcity to take over, then you're operating in a place of limitation. And again, you're operating in a space of getting comparison, right? And so I want you to think about your intentions. Your intentions are the state of being and your authentic desire. In other words, you may have the intention to be peaceful, grateful, joyous, loving, successful, healthy, or wealthy. Your intentions are the high ideas are now usually at the root of your motivation for any specific goal. So if you're not motivated on the goal, if your intentions are not clear, if your intentions are not right, then you, you won't uh, be successful or you're not setting yourself up for success. So I want you to start with your intentions. Get right to the source of what you truly want, why you want it and what will change when you have it. Because intentions are the core and the magic of all your goals and all your desires. Your goal should be very effective and powerful. Your goal should also be, be specific and measurable. And you want to be able to track your progress. And we did talk about tracking a little bit earlier on where you're going to be creating your plan, right? And then you're going to talk about your actions. So you, you think about your intentions, think about what you want, so your goals, and you think about your actions. Start by creating action-oriented oriented practices that support manifesting your goals and intentions and make this an essential step for you, right? The action step or the action orient oriented process or practices should be something that you can do daily, weekly, or monthly, right? Coming up with an action plan that inspires you and, and actions that really connect you your, to your goal. So not anyone else. And this is, this is really important. Once you're inspired by the action, this is actually where the rubber meets the road. And it's often the place where uh, we see that we can really get back into momentum, right? So you want to you be careful. If you're not creating action, right, then you're going to have a breakdown. So the breakdown of action you, is usually more to do with the lack of support and accountability, right? So you want to make sure that you're motivated on the action and that you're inspired by the actions that you want to take. So let's say, for example, I've decided that, I'm working on finance and that's the area of my life that I want to work on. So I desire to make more money. So my intention is to experience a real sense of abundance. That's where I'm starting with the intention. I want to experience abundance. I want to experience peace. I want to experience freedom with money and I want to be able to easily manifest 
money, right? Then I want to create a specific and measurable result oriented goal. So I could say I'm going to generate $10,000 by December 31st, 2018. The next step that I need to do is to make sure that I'm coming up with a few related actions or practices. So I could say something like I would read one or more books this year on the art of manifesting money, or I will set up two or more meetings per month to talk to people about new money-making ideas. I could also say I will make a plan each month for specific things I can do professionally to increase my income. I hope that makes sense. So I started with my intention. Right. My intention, don't forget, was to experience that sense of abundance, peace, joy, and I want to be able to easily manifest money. Then I talk about my action, what I want to do. I want to generate $10,000 by December 31st, 2018. I'm not leaving it there. I've actually now uh, spoken about the things that I will do. So I'll read a book or I'll talk to people or I will explore ideas, right? So you want to make sure that when you're resetting, that in doing that, you're taking all those things into consideration, right? And and don't, don't, don't overwhelm yourself. I'd say maybe look at just one or two things that are extremely important to you at this time. Don't get overwhelmed by it. I don't want you to be losing momentum. I don't want you to be losing steam. And as you may already know, there are two ways to impress an, ideas, an idea into your subconscious mind. One is with sudden impact and the other is with repetition. Using repetition or using affirmations. I use affirmations all the time. So here's an affirmation for you today. I want you to be still and I want you to, to, to just breathe this in for a moment. I recognize that my results and my being are not the same thing. I reaffirm that I am an amazing person. I go forward in a spirit of expectation and I understand that I cannot know all of what the universe has in store for me, but I will remain open to all things wonderful, all things abundant. I am so happy and grateful in knowing that the good which I desire is worthy of me. I forgive myself completely and release myself from self-doubt or fear. I move forward with the joyful expectation that I will achieve my goal. I willingly and freely release the thoughts and things that clutter my mind. I know that I was built for more. I know that I was made for more. My gem, you deserve so much more. So I want you today to know that the world is such a better place because of you. Do not allow anyone or any circumstance to devalue you. At any moment in time, you have the opportunity to hit the reset button. So today, reset and declare, I am worthy. I am needed. I am necessary. My gem, settle for more.